Hi. Hey, guys. Well, I think we put bad juju out in the universe. Our last episode. <laughs> Why did we say we'll see what happens to other people? We were like, you were like, well, what if Bray gets released? And I was like, ah. Oh. Oh. I think that was, I think that was as much his decision as their decision, though. So I just love how we're like, oop. <laughs> oop. My bad. Uh, we we kind of put that out there, mm. and uh, it happened. But you know, I was looking at the picture that you had talked about last week, where he was in the grocery store. Yeah, he was in good shape, but his face didn't look right. Like, he did look like he wasn't like happy. He did look kind of like he was going through it. So, well, I mean. Uh- it seems like, and this is kind of what is going around, is like he was getting really protective of the character. So I think mm-hmm. it was a lot of things. I think he was he was actually hurt. They didn't say what happened, but he was injured. And he was super protective of the character. Like, he didn't want to do hokey shit, which who would? And uh, obviously, I think he's going through it. I think there's a lot going on. And I think it all just kind of became a shit show. So I think I I don't know. I, I just, I'm still, even like a week later i'm still like i don't know what to think that makes sense well he'll eventually start talking well yeah i mean i can't wait for the shoot interview don't get me wrong like the shoot (laughs) interview is gonna be incredible but um i don't know i'm still collecting my thoughts because like there's so much shit going on with it. There's people who are like, oh my God, he's going to AEW. There's people who's like, no, he can't go to AEW. There's people who are like, impact. There's, there's people who think it's a work. That's another thing. Um, which it's been confirmed it's not a work. So. Maybe he just wants a break. Yeah. And part, you know, that's the thing. Maybe he does want to break. I mean, look at Mojo. Mm-hmm. Mojo's not wrestling right now. He's making random appearances places. <laughs> Dude's never fucking home. No, he was never home before. Now he's really never home. He's making random ass appearances places. So I don't know. I okay so this is before i get into the sad part of this episode because there's gonna be there's gonna be some reminiscing (laughs) because he's a big part of our show right um i think he's gonna go to impact and here's why here's why so aew 
I think that they, yes, they give creative freedom, but I also think that they want to be, have that realism. Mm -hmm. So unless Bray were to be a cult leader, and the thing with that is even if he showed up as the cult leader, Bray, um, the commentary would kind of fuck it up because they have, I can't think of her name, but they have a female wrestler who is a zombie and they say, oh, she thinks she's a zombie. You know no, I mean? though, I don't think the same could be for cult leaders exist in the world. Like, exactly. Zombies but like, I feel like the real, like the. They wouldn't play yeah, into the kayfabe like they should. They wouldn't. No. Because they're like, we're going to be smart. And then JR would probably say that he's like 400 pounds or something. Because that's all JR can And talk about who his dad is. Yeah. And- who his dad is, who his brother is, who his uncle is, who his grandpa was. And uh, that he's 400 pounds, even though he's like 250. And um, that he's highly emotional. Hmm. Because JR can't put anybody over I'm like, dude, no, just no. So I think Impact might be a better fit because they don't have, other than the people they bring in, they don't have one star. Like they don't, they have like smaller stars. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole because I like Impact. I love Eddie Edwards. I don't like Moose. Fuck Moose, but. Love Eddie Edwards. I love Sammy Callahan. But like they don't have one like mega star to build the brand around. It's not Cardona. It's not Myers. Like they I think they just need one person to like build their show around who is actually signed to impact and not brought it. Mm-mm. You know? So that's kind of why I think, and also like they've proven that they're willing to do like supernatural stuff with like Rosemary's dark realm and um, broken mat and all that so and they do a lot of like vignette style stuff as well like with Russell House and all that so I think that would be more of a fit like if he wanted to keep doing I don't want to say the fiend because he can't be the fiend but a fiendishy character that might Mm -hmm. be a better fit so if we're just going off of where he would fit I would say that I think New Japan wouldn't take him plus that schedule is hard work yeah that's a hard schedule like until they could pick up the New Japan and the US thing like that's a hard fucking schedule right now now, Jay's on a road trip Jay is on a road trip at the moment. He's in my neck of the woods, actually. He went to the Grand Canyon. 
Huh. I know. He posted a restaurant the other day, and I was like, I've been to that restaurant while I was on up north. I've been there. <laughs> I know where you're at. But uh, maybe. I mean, maybe he's going to take a break. I don't think he's going to permanently leave wrestling, though. Yeah. Because this is the same guy who's like, I'm going to wrestle until I'm like fucking uh, Ricky Morton's age. So I don't think he's going to permanently leave. Now, could he show up somewhere at a very interesting time? Definitely. But I don't think he's going to permanently leave. Right. Like, even Bo Dallas. I thought he was going to permanently leave, but he's showing up on high spots to a merch sale. Huh. He ain't permanently leaving. And Bo Dallas is the one who just got a real estate license and all this shit. So... I'm just saying. He I don't did? think they're going to perm. Yeah, they did. Huh. I don't think that uh, he's permanently leaving. I think. And also, I think he's way. He's one of those people who's like way too creative to like not. Like, if he were to not. And I'm not saying, you know, like, oh, he's coming back, right? And you know what's fitting? Guess when he his 90 days is up? When? October 29th. Huh. He could show up on Halloween somewhere. That's true. He could. But um I'm just saying, like, I think he's too like all of these fucking ideas, and there's more that probably got the Knicks. He probably wants to do. And right. he's probably gonna go do it. So he might take, I don't know, a couple months off. Maybe the 90 days will be good. That's true. You don't have to have that fucking axe over your head. Which we will talk about later. There were more releases this weekend. Gotta love it. One of them was shocking to me. But we'll talk about that later. So Jen. Mm Mm-hmm. Bray was a big part of our show. Oh, do we call him Wyndham now? Bray? Wyndham? I don't know. Bray? Wyndham? Both? <laughs> I don't know. What? What is your name now? What do I call you? I've been going back and forth since last Saturday. So <laughs> I don't. Well, the WWE called him Bray. Yeah. His real name's Wyndham. Whatever. His shirt collab with Blackcraft was Wyndham. So I don't know. Whatever he is today, whoever you are, we had some memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Huge part of our show. And now, all I just realized we only have two wrestling husbands left. <laughs> oh my God. They're all gone. Where'd they go? If you listen to our wrestling husband episode, they're all gone, guys. Other than Finn and Baron. That's sad. It's- Who would have thought Baron would have been left? Not me, but now I'm worried. Yeah, that's true. Rumor is everybody's worried. 
they're all like what the fuck if Bray could be let go and by the way guys he was the highest merch seller for like 18 months um yeah Yeah. So. so why don't you go back to the beginning then about your Oh, love. God. Back to the beginning, which I'm actually wearing my white family shirt today. So oh. it's fitting. And, and that's another thing. You'll never see the white family again. Unless they go to a different company and then they are a different family. <laughs> I don't know what family a family i don't know uh but uh before we get into that braun braun is uh i think braun's angling to follow bray wherever he goes so uh this could happen i mean rowan's not doing much right now (laughs) it could happen rowan's not doing much by choice actually too would you look at that guys we could have like a I don't know what name family. Wyndham. The cult oh, of the- Wyndham could just be the Wyatt family again. And, well, without Harper. You know. God rest his soul. But you know, it could happen. It could happen, guys. I'm just saying it could happen. And then they could demonically sacrifice somebody. Mm. They do it on impact. I've seen it happen. Demon sacrifice, just like I always wanted. Except now it won't be Alexa Bliss. God damn it. Okay, guys. Before we go back to the start, fuck that bitch. That's all I'm going to say. So you're in the camp of that she ruined it. But I mean, like, people that are out there saying, oh, it's her fault. That I think it's partially her fault. Partially her fault. And everybody's like, oh, she was just given a role, though. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. She should have did her role better. Or, you know, Bray would have a job right now. Just saying. All right. Um, so let's read the tweet by Mickey James first, because Mickey James summed up exactly how I felt about this situation. Also, um, I've been on Twitter being the one woman hype train. Mm -hmm. So just saying, guys. Um, Hold on. Also on Monday when Raw was on, I quote tweeted and said, fuck that doll. Let me find it. Oh, God. I tweeted about Bray a lot. I mean, okay, we'll just say it now. Um, Jen, would you feel uh, comfortable in your job if, uh, if Bray, if you're working WWE and they let Bray go, would you feel comfortable in your job? I think it would depend on if I knew what all was going on. Probably not, but it would depend on. Well, I mean, the guy had like his ship booked to return this coming Monday. So 
or I'd be like, well, they're pretty much let go of everybody, so maybe I'm safe because they need somebody to be here. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're like, should I update my resume? Like, <laughs> all right. Um, so Mickey James said, I think what okay, so WWE twoted twoted the fuck WWE tweeted. WWE has come to terms with the release of Bray Wyatt. We wish him the best of future endeavors. Whatever. And Mickey said, I think what you meant to say is thank you so much for coming up with such an incredible gimmick time and time again. One so cool and over, we really didn't know how to book it right. So we just gave it to somebody else so we can make all the money off of it and let you go. (laughs) And that I happen to agree with. And you know what? Alexa. Okay, so I blame a few things. Let's if if we're gonna play the blame game, because we could play the blame game. Um, obviously I blame Vince because you know Vince is you know a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um I blame creative. But, like, the thing with creative is I'm starting to blame them less because they're saying, uh, somebody from creative said they didn't even work with Bray because he was doing his own creative. Huh. So instead of going through creative, he would just go straight to, like, the powers that be and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. Which confirms a lot of stuff that I've been thinking about this whole thing. So. Bray would go straight to them, not go to creative and then follow the chain and do that. He could just go straight up. So I'm kind of my creative is I'm not blaming them as much now. I feel bad because I blame them for a lot. This one I'll give them. It wasn't maybe their fault. Um, I, I blame people like Goldberg I really do because he was fed to Goldberg right I mean God love him he sandbagged the old guy which is great like that's the least I would do fucking sandbag the old guy back here pick me up I'm 260 pounds just put all your weight in your foot I've done that before when I was trying to be dragged by a firefighter to get a vaccine when I was 10 sandbagged him it was great except I was only like 60 pounds so you know didn't do much you know you just sandbag him right mm-hmm. I would have sand you know I would have done more I would have kicked him right in the dick but you know that's just me um Jen who do you who do you blame I don't know I feel like there's so much we don't know about it I feel like there's I think it's hard to put blame the on anybody about with the whole it story. Is, I think the problem with it is, is the writing is on the wall for a lot of it. And I think on this show, we've even discussed a lot of the possible reasons for a long time. But I also think there's maybe some details that we don't know that could make this whole thing make sense. But that's the other thing is like the day it happened, nobody could make sense of it. Right. Nobody. People who worked there couldn't even make sense of it. So, like, is there something? And the rumor has it that they didn't even call him. They texted him that he was released. 
I don't know. I guess it all goes back to Vince eventually, right? And they said him and Vince were on and off a lot. So mm-hmm. part of me wonders, did he do something that pissed him off and Vince was like, fuck him? I can see Vince being somebody that doesn't understand or excuse anyone having mental health problems. So. No. No, because he's the guy doesn't sleep. So maybe I mean, it was just like tired of waiting around on him thinking it's excuses but like that's but here's the thing is like he was on injured reserve until two days before he was released unless they put him on that for a reason because they had to explain where he was well no because he actually was injured he had an injury but what was wrong they they are not saying so i'm saying maybe something wasn't something because here's the thing is people who are backstage told fightful and everything he was on injured reserve until two days before and it was a legit injury it wasn't his mental health issues and the only thing i can think of and this is what i thought about at mania and then thinking back to it now it would make sense so like three years ago he messed up his foot really bad and had like ankle surgery Mm mm-hmm and I, there was like one spot in Mania where it looked like he landed kind of weird. So I'm like, maybe that, like, he rolled his ankle or something, or like something like that. Cause it, there was one spot in me, uh, during the Mania match, which you can't really tell because it was red, but I went back and watched it again and it looked like he landed a little weird. So I don't know, maybe like he messed his knee up or I don't know. I'm speculating. I don't know, but they, the, cause, um, they asked him, like, hey, was it the mental health problems that put him on injured reserve? And they said, no, he was actually hurt. Hmm. So it could, I think with him, it was mental health problems. He was actually hurt. And they couldn't fire him before because they wanted to fire him, but he was on injured reserve. Hmm. Huh. You can't fire anybody who's on injured reserve. I, yeah. So, because when Mojo got fired, they wanted to fire Bray at the same time. But they couldn't fire him. Hmm. So. They've been thinking it for a while, I guess. So, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, the We Want Wyatt chants were great. I did love that. They'll probably continue. I I think we should start one in Phoenix. (laughs) He won his first title there. I was there, guys. Well, I was there for part of it. Then I got 102 fever and then tried to stay and then felt like I was going to pass out. So then I had to leave. But I was there for his entrance. God damn it. I cried because I had to leave. I was texting Jen. Because mm-hmm. she wanted a video of Mojo. Uh, I think I did send you a video of Mojo and Baron. Probably. I think I did. This was early in our friendship, guys. Mm-hmm. This was very early in our friendship. Um, so back to the beginning. Jen, what are your memories of Bray? I didn't never really pay that much attention to him until I met you, though. Yeah, you didn't. So I think you'd have to start from what made you like him. 
Oh, God. So I liked him. So in the beginning, in the beginning of time, um, so, I mean, first off, he's good looking, let's be honest. Um, but I loved his promos. I think what got me was the Wyatt family and the shield. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Come on. Um, those matches were insane. Like, I can still go back and watch those, and they, like, are still really fucking good. Mm-hmm, they are good. And it seemed like... And I'm going to bash creative again. It seems like they were kind of given, like, free reign. And that's what made it good. Mm-hmm. Because when they did it with the New Day, it sucked because creative was too much in it. And then, like, the New Day dresses the Wyatt family. It's very weird. <laughs> very strange it was very strange um but yeah the white family in the shield i would say is what what got me into it i did like him at nxt though i loved the gimmick because again like as you all know i'm into cults and shit and when they're like he's a cult leader i was like great that's perfect <laughs> like why hasn't this been done before like, that would make sense, right? Right. So, like, obviously, I love the Wyatt family and NXT. Then they come to the main roster. They have their thing with the shield, which is great. And I had high hopes for Cena and and Bray. I had high hopes. Cena and Bray won, I should say. We're going to go Cena and Bray 2 later. But Cena and Bray won. I had high hopes. I really did. Um, because again, like the, the guy could have been huge, like he could have been like bigger than Roman Reigns is now because he's got something that Roman doesn't have. Like, Roman has charisma, but it's not, like, it's not exuding out of him. Like, he almost has to, like, find it. Right. You know? He has to work at it. He has to work at it. Bray, it's like, it comes naturally. Like, he could just, like, talk. He could read the phone book and people would be like, yeah, and then what? (laughs) Like, he could read a dictionary and people would listen. Roman and even like Goldberg fucking even Daniel Bryan like they don't have that they don't have it I think like you could almost liken Bray's charisma to almost like a CM Punk Mm -hmm. it's like on a higher level and I think that I think Vince didn't like that because and I mean if you look back at Bray's career like Vince would throw every fucking obstacle at this guy and he'd still get over and people would still love him and people would still cheer for him and Vince would be like what the fuck right like they made the guy almost dress in drag and people were gonna be okay with it not okay but people were gonna let it slide because it's Bray right if it was Seth Rollins 
it would not be the same situation. Like, yeah, I, I think Vince really did not like that Bray was maybe, I think Bray and Becky are maybe the two that are current, well, not current, you know what I mean, who were currently on the roster who he couldn't, like, fuck over. Right. Because the fans would still stand there. And even Naomi. Naomi's a good, perfect example of that, too. He fucks over Naomi all the time, and the fans still stay. You know? So... It's kind of like they're those people who are just too good to fuck over. <laughs> but um I I that's probably why they didn't get along. Vince couldn't play puppet master. And then he made Vince a puppet. <laughs> Goddamn puppet. All the symbolism. All the symbolism in the world. Vince is now a puppet. Hmm. Yes. That's the other thing. Symbolism in all of it. The symbol of, symbolism of it all. There was a lot of symbolism. <laughs> like, I was thinking, I was like, what is one promo? And we can't play him, which sucks. Like, I wish we could play him, but we can't. What is, like, I was like, what is one promo that was the best? And I was like, you can't really... Like, I'd be the worst person to do that because that's like naming your favorite child. You don't have a like, favorite? That's surprising. I don't have a favorite. I have like a top 15. <laughs> but then again, I'm the one who's like, you're doing great, sweetie. But wasn't there one that wasn't there one that you used to play all the time? Like when you would like have like a bad day? Yeah, that is uh, that's probably in the top two. That is in the top two. But like, I feel like there's a tie for one. There was a tie for one, but like again, I don't want to say, "Oh, this is my one favorite," because then I'd be like, "But I like this one too." And then what's the and tie? This one was really good. The tie is that one. And Which then, one was that? that I don't remember. I can't even remember what the words were, but I have it bookmarked on YouTube. And then um, there was one, and it was in the early days of the White Family, where it's like Sister Abigail is going to burn the world to the ground or something like that. So it was those two. I remember those two. I have them bookmarked. Um, those two would probably be my number one. Um, I mean, I have a special place in my heart when Abby said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> that, that has a special place in my heart. Because, like, we're all thinking it now. Um, yeah. I liked... Um, what was that one there oh the one with uh when he was like it was the reptilian thanksgiving special i liked that one <laughs> just because it was like so fucking insane but like i like that shit so mm -hmm. it, i was like oh yeah totally i get it everybody else is like what the fuck i'm like no oh, it's great <laughs> like i totally get it it's great fucking reptilians man I don't believe in reptilians, but you know, for a minute I can suspend my disbelief. 
I don't. It's the mark of a real artist. It's the mark of a real artist. I mean, you can suspend mm-hmm. your disbelief. You know, unlike, you know, Goldberg showing up with Bobby Lashley, I cannot suspend my disbelief so much. Because, <laughs> like, he's like, I'm doing it for my kid. I'm like, I don't give a shit about your kid. Fuck your kid. <laughs> Fuck your kid, Goldberg. I don't give a fuck. Like, I kind of, okay, totally off topic, but I kind of need MVP to be like, fuck your kid. Like, I kind of need him to say that. Like, Goldberg, uh, not Goldberg, um, Brock would say it. Fuck. I think Bray would say it at this point. <laughs> He'd have Abby the Witch say it. <laughs> fuck your kids. Fuck it all. Um, but, you know, We've stood by him through a lot on this show. We stood by him when uh, he lost every match he was in. We stood by him when he was drowned in a lake of reincarnation. You enjoyed that, though. I did enjoy that, but then he was drowned and then he didn't show up at Access and then I really didn't enjoy that. Um, that was the then one he showed up at Mania. But he showed up at Mania, but then I was like, he should have showed up at Access if he was there. That was a good moment when he showed up at Mania. You I about shit my pants. Yep. I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack. Thanks. And I was like, wait a minute. Why didn't you show up at Access, though? Asshole. But then we got to have a fun conversation with Drew about it. So, like, <laughs> kind of worked out. Kind of. Drew was dressed like a total dad. Talking to me about Bray. It was great. Um, and that was the day I met Luke Harper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he told me I should get a different costume. And I said, I feel like I'm fine. <laughs> I feel right. Okay. God. Anyway. Um, Is that the same day where you had your lantern and they told you to take the batteries out? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. And you know what? I'm happy I had my lantern because I met Harper and Rowan that day. So it all out mm-hmm. i was so happy you and i so saw micah that you day, were but so I, pissed when that happened that was though. that was also the day that i saw micah and i didn't say anything uh, yeah because she was walking with the rock's daughter and i was like that's the rock's daughter i'm not gonna say anything but micah saw me and i saw her and we were like oh and then micah <laughs> said something on instagram and i was like i saw you <laughs> so i saw micah that day and then that was also the day that we met baron corbett hmm and the Iconics. It's a lot going have, on that day. That was a lot going on that day. That was the day we were like, what the fuck is our life? <laughs> and then like the next day we saw Mojo. And then you were like, what the fuck is our life? Because we were like pleading with people on like, <laughs> how the fuck do you get an Instagram story? <laughs> and um, I was like, where's Bray though? Yeah, and we could just screen record it. We're dumb. We're so dumb. But I think in the moment we were like losing our shit and like you didn't know what to say. So I had to make the introduction. (laughs) And I like by the time I was like, I think you know her. He was like, oh, my God. And I was nothing at that point. (laughs) And I stood next to Mike Ben. I'm like, hi, how's your kids? (laughs) How's your life? You doing good? How's the wife? She's good. Cool. It was funny, though, because I looked up. I was looking through all of all of the photos of that day, that weekend, and I noticed that you know in your picture with my uh, Mike and Mojo, Mike's just like doing the hug thing. Uh-huh. I realized he probably did that because in mine I did the same thing. 
Oh. And I stood like right next to Mojo. I'm like, hi. <laughs> it's Mojo. Oh, and Mike. Mike's cool too, but Mojo's here. <laughs> I was like, well, it makes sense now that I think about it all these years later. That was funny. And then he, what did he say? Always a bridesmaid. Oh, yeah, he's like, always a bridesmaid. So I'm like, I feel you, buddy. <laughs> and you're just like, you have like the biggest grin and I'm like I feel you always surprise me (laughs) I totally get it I got you because this this chick over here so you know what I you know I was just thinking about the only reason you ever the only by sheer luck you got to me Frey it was literally sheer luck it was sheer well and gallows well yeah but even so though like like oh we'll drive there we'll see if we see him and then we did it was it was it was it was fate i guess because anytime he's ever been in an appearance we've never gotten to see him well think about this way every time that i've seen bray it's sheer fate hmm. first time phoenix it was a hundred and fucking twelve thousand degrees outside and naya jacks fucking blocked traffic <laughs> and that's the only reason i saw bray and we were like looking at each other and you're just like what the fuck <laughs> and then the second time was the time i met him and then the i like honestly i tried to think back to that moment and it's all a blur now other than that video yeah <laughs> i'm like i don't know what happened i don't know what i said i i was like i could have just been like rambling i don't know what i said i don't remember what you said after the video cut off i'm like did i lose my mind and just start like blah, 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 blah. and we had that guy there that helped it he took the yeah. video to the pictures right so we yeah had that. yeah we had that and then the third time was when i was not happy with him but then i still saw him and we still had another moment even though i wasn't happy with him wasn't happy and then smackdown and phoenix i saw him and i'm merp and merp almost not anymore. Hey, that means we don't have to stand outside SmackDown anymore. That's true. Yeah, we're just going to go get our drink on. Not really, because I have to drive. But then afterwards, we'll get our drink on. I don't know. If you drink that early, you'll be fine, I think. I'll have a couple drinks. Go to SmackDown. That'll be it. Have a bunch of Diet Coke at SmackDown. <laughs> um, but, you know, this release has taught us one thing. Ray and Mojo are like best friends. That's true. true. I'm like, what? (laughs) Wait, what? Sir? And I looked at mom and she's like, they're you and Jen. I'm like, (laughs) they are cute. Ah! I'm like, oh my God, it makes sense. Yes. My God, why didn't we think about that? I just thought they were acquaintances. But that means you could have called him to come out in New Orleans. Ah! I'm like, all right. Fine, Mojo. Also, I'm still trying to figure out what was that what was that shot he gave you? I think it was Everclear. Oh, the one that was so gross. Yeah. Yeah. But the grandma yeah. was drinking it too. 
Mojo's mom and aunt who both well, his aunt actually just beat cancer at the time. They're fucking doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> my God. I'm like, well, I would, I'm gonna that was sheer coincidence too. Who would have thought we would have far as him? Though. I was about to fight some dude in the street. <laughs> and I was like, well, Mojo's over there. Turned my attention away. But you know what, guys? That was also the night that I got a big gulp-sized vodka. Or no, I had Jameson and Diet Coke. I had a big gulp size of that. That was like a gas station drink size of that. <laughs> God. And then it turns out that I spent $42 on our two drinks for those, but they were huge. <laughs> I think I drank all of it. I think you did. I think I did. And I think you did too, even though you had Everclear. Yeah, that was and then you're like, let's have a shot of Fireball. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, being a puss about it and then i was like wow okay i don't know how you can drink that shit and not be able to drink fireball it was like that dude was disgusting i almost said just give me a shot of whiskey because this guy's obviously puss <laughs> just no soco because if it's soco i'm gonna be sick god yeah i'll tell you this week it, it's been a lot of reminiscing <laughs> about like like all that shit that happened like everything new york when i was pissed yeah after new bad. york oh god new york was so hit and miss with our emotions <laughs> well at one point you and i were fighting <laughs> not fighting but bickering but we were both drunk so i guess it sounded really dramatic i'm sure it did I was like, you don't get it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm done. I was like, I hope I get shot. Because I, one of my friends who was there was like, you and Jen, she, he's like, you guys were like bickering, but like both really fucking drunk. So like, it just sounded like you were crying. I was like, I was crying. And I was like, she was crying. And he's like, why were you crying? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know why we were crying. And then he's like, you, at one point you said, fuck you. If I get shot, it's on you. I'm like, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I would say that. But then, but it made sense. Given like, I remember the lead up to that. And I was like, it all made sense. Why was that dramatic? <laughs> like it all made sense. The lead up to all of that. Yeah. It all like thinking, I got to thinking about it. I was like, why were we doing that and then i thought i was like oh that's why oh man but like my friend was like oh we thought you were fighting but then like it just sounded like you were like yelling at each other but crying at the same time i'm like yeah <laughs> i was like that's drunk that's that's drunk us that's us oh man and we haven't fought since no and then to oh. top it all off, you didn't get to see Bray. Did, well, I wasn't trying to see Bray, remember? That was when I was like, I'm going to cut my hair and be dramatic because fuck Bray. <laughs> and I cut my hair. And I was yeah, but wouldn't it have made it better if you had a scene? I would, a uh, girl, I'm going to tell you right now. And I, th I'm, this is the first time I'm going to admit this because the guy doesn't have a job. So, you know, whatever. Um, I probably, if he showed up, I probably would have cried. And then stupid COVID. 
took away your chance to meet him because i had a fucking paid guaranteed meet and greet yeah you know what that means i'm gonna have to go to wrestlecon oh yeah i mean we're going to wrestlecon anyway because we gotta find mojo (laughs) but here's the thing is wrestlecon they actually post the times that they are there that's good so but mojo will be there we'll go see him for a little bit we'll be like hi mojo he won't have a line it'll be fine that'll be fine We'll just sit there and talk to him like we did that one time. But we just kept going through the access slide. We're like, oh, yeah, we already saw you. We got to see Mojo. And everybody's like, you don't want a picture with him? I was like, no, it's the third time we've been through the line. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Totally fine, guys. Don't worry about it. And we took those adorable selfies. Those are like a I, long time ago. It seems like forever ago. I'm just like. What the fuck? But you know this, I gotta say, this is probably the perfect time for this to happen. If it was gonna happen. Because, you know, Jen's gonna be in town and we're gonna have a good time. That's true. Like, we're actually, this time, just not gonna give a fuck. (laughs) Because there's zero fucks to give anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody (laughs) important's there. There's nobody important. I'm just gonna wear my fucking bike shorts and probably this same shirt. And uh, <laughs> that'll be it. And be like, well, here I am. Not like Bray's here. <laughs> it's true. He's not. He's not there. He ain't there. Mojo ain't there. Fucking um, what you call it? Alistair Black ain't there. Adam Cole's probably not going to be in NXT for very much longer. I'm like, what the fuck? All we got is like Finn. Baron. Which, they're both on SmackDown. Hey. That's true. It's like, okay, there is like zero hot men on Raw now. <laughs> zero. None. 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 Bray was the last of the Mohicans. And now there's no. There's none. There's There's nobody remotely attractive. I'm going to look. I love how our conversation. I mean, Bray is attractive, so it kind of makes sense. All right, let's look at the Raw roster. I mean, you're going to think AJ is. Mm. I forgot Seamus was still a champion. (laughs) <laughs> sorry i don't know why i laughed so hard at that um no nobody no i mean jeff hardy had his his day but no There's nobody. And honestly, looking at the li- this list, you're probably you would probably only say Randy and AJ. It's not a lot. Maybe Shamey. On a good day. 
on a good day. He actually did look pretty cute when he was proposing to his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's. I mean, on SmackDown, we got Baron, uh, Finn, Kevin, Sammy, Shane Thorne. That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> Unless you count Edge. I don't count Edge, but you might count Edge. Not anymore. Well, Bless his heart. That's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What Drew? the fuck? Drew. What? Oh, Drew. Drew. We still count Drew. He's kind of annoying lately, though. Yeah, but he's still nice looking. Well, yeah. I mean, if he shut his mouth, you know. <laughs> That's like on Raw. Okay, Raw has one. One person. One. One individual. One. Mm. Used to be two because Bray was there. Now it's just one. God. This is pathetic. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do now? You're supposed to enjoy the wrestling, not the looks of the wrestlers. But, like, I need to be, like... Also, that is rich coming from you, ma'am. I'm just saying, we're being super... You're being super... We're both being superficial. I mean, just when like, have we not been? I know. I'm just saying. When, I was going to say, when have we not been superficial? And also, the quality of the wrestling is on Raw subpar if best. Well, so you that's know true, what, but you asked me what you're supposed to do. You that's know what, man? All you can the do. only thing that kept me on Raw was the at least the minute fucking chance that Bray would show up. But guess what? Bray ain't going to show up because he's Wyndham now. So you know what? Fuck Raw. I'm not watching it anymore. The wrestling is better on SmackDown. That's true. And I don't have to hear Johnny Drip Drip. Oh, I like him. With his drip stick. Which is just slaying for a dick. I kind of like the t-shirt. I kind of do. I know. I kind of do. What the fuck? I would say Miz is remotely attractive. Kind I would. Of, yeah. Kind of. But not like where I'd be like, oh, I have to watch the Miz. <laughs> Honey, you're reaching. You're reaching. I, would, I, I think he's kind of cute. Although I think that my view of Miz will forever be tainted because I saw him on Real World first, so. You know, I stopped so watching. It aired. I stopped watching the Real World right before the Miz was on there. It was actually a decent season, but yeah, that I literally saw him when that aired, so it's kind of like, eh. Hmm. I'm telling you, it's... I mean, at this point, what is there to even look forward to on Raw? Drew with a sword? 
which is a big sword. So I'm like, are you overcompensating, <laughs> sir? Are you overcompensating with that giant sword? I thought that was Vince's sword. I'm just saying, okay, well, go and go overcompensate. Well, we know Vince is overcompensating. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a given. Hmm. I mean, if if Small Dick was a person, it'd be Vince McMahon. Small Dick energy. You know who's Big Dick energy? Ray <laughs> and Samoa Joe. <laughs> I mean, right? Samoa Joe does have Big Dick energy. He does. He does. He totally does. Anyway, so, Bray, you were a huge part of our show. It's going to be weird to have to call you Wyndham. I think you're probably still calling Bray. I'm still going to call him. It's so much easier. Mm -hmm. Just change the last name and be Bray still because it makes my show easier. It's a good idea. I can't call you Wyndham. It's weird. It's very strange to me. It's like when Gallo said, you can call me Drew. And I was like, I can't do that. I can't. Like, it just feels weird to call you that. I don't know. Also, we're so mad at him. Mm-hmm. And Carl. God, what happened? What happened to our lives? <laughs> like, this is the crazy thing. This is the crazy shit to me. It's like, if we could teleport back in time and be like, 2019 Nikki and Jen. Guess what? <laughs> Mojo fired. Bray fired. Gallows and Anderson fired. Guess what? You're going to hate Gallows and Anderson for a little bit too. <laughs> You'll love them deep down, but you hate them. Also, oh, that time we didn't like them anyway. So now if we went to 2018 us, but like, guess what? You guys are going to hate Kenny, Cody, and the Bucks. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you go back in time, just be like, guess what, guys? You ready for this shit? <laughs> go back to us when we first started the show and be like, you want to know what's going to happen? <laughs> well, you're still going to be doing the show, but uh, <laughs> shit's going to get real. Shit got real, real. And now, like, the COVID cases are going up. Right. Mask mandates at SummerSlam. It's going to happen again. I'm not even. You know what? As long as we get this little trip in two weeks, I'm okay. <laughs> after that, like, after that, if they want to shut down again, that's great. But as long as we get our little trip in two weeks, I'm okay. Right. I'm okay. Like, let me tell you, I'd be just fine with that because I haven't seen my best friend in a long time. So, you know what? COVID can fuck itself for a week. Well, I mean, we're still vaccinated, obviously. So, and we're probably going to wear a mask on and off, but still, <laughs> but still. So I think I, I think the whole ramifications in my mind of uh, Bray being gone hasn't quite hit yet. So I'm like, it'll be fine. Like, I met, uh, you know that gif where, like, the guy, the little dog sitting in the house, he's like, this is fine. Yeah, it's burning down. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, this is fine. This is totally fine. It's totally fine, guys. 
Now, if he goes to AEW, we're not fine anymore. <laughs> we're not fine. That would be like the worst case scenario. I'd just be like, you want to get fucked over, don't you? I'd probably tweet him and be like, listen, I'm okay with this as long as you get paid up front. Because if they promise to pay you something, they're not going to do it. Go ask Tamatanga. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, kick Cody in the nuts for me. No, I would say that. I'd probably tweet him and be like, Bray, kick him in the dick for me. And then if he kicked him in the dick, I'd be like, he does. (laughs) Praise be. Cody got kicked in the dick. And I'd be like, oh, also do it really hard. Like, really hard. Like, you know how you sandbag Goldberg? Like, sandbag your foot and then kick him in the dick. You know? It, I, I know violence is not the answer all the time, but it would make me feel maybe a little bit better just seeing Cody get, like, fucking still toe shoot kicked in the dick. That'd be nice. Would you? I'd laugh. Would you laugh? Yes. I'd laugh hysterically. Like, it'd be great. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> like wow why is anybody doing this before this is great I might watch just for that segment that's true if Cody got still toe shoot kicked in the dick and then like cried if he <laughs> cried if he like you're so ugly when you cry and but I feel good you know right like that would give me the confidence to take on the world he just got kicked in the dick. Yeah. Uh, the other idea I had, and this might not happen, is Mojo Raleigh joins the cult of Wyndham. <laughs> oh, he's not Mojo Raleigh anymore. Mo, just Mojo joins. He Why? Would be a new name. He, he well, he's just still going to be Mojo. He's just Mojo, but um, he's going to join because, and I came up with a whole story for this, guys. So cult of Wyndham is a thing right it's a thing Mm -hmm. and mojo is a lost soul because he can't win Mm -hmm. something he's always done in wrestling because he just can't win because they always book him to fucking lose and then he joins the cult and then beats zach well he's matt cardona that'd be nice by kicking him right in the jaw and then they sacrifice him to the dark underlord that'd be nice and then we cheer because mojo would finally win (laughs) and he's with bray and um you know good plan it just writes itself uh he's fucking write it to the moon it's just i i think it would work just just my opinion i think it would work and like you could add more people you could add uh eddie edwards <laughs> uh you you know what oh my god it just came to me like a vision the only person to save gallows and anderson is bray 
Oh. Yes, please. Please save them. Because I want to go to WrestleCon and see our good brothers, but if I have to pay for a Young Bucks meet and greet, I might die on the inside. Oh, God. And I'd just be like, hi, and then walk. Just, I'd probably just yell, hey, what's up? <laughs> and just walk by. And then the Young Bucks would try to be like, not you. Not you. No. No, ma'am, Pam. Or just yell, not today, Satan, not today. <laughs> just keep on walking, go find the Iconics, or they're not the Iconics, if I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, I think he should is save fucking Gallows and Anderson. I mean, if there's one person who could defeat Kenny Omega. It's a uh, brace slash Wyndham. There you go. Yeah. Why not? Let it happen. Make him sacrifice Kenny Omega to the Dark Underlord. There you go. Wow. That would get rid of a lot of our problems. That's true. That would. That would get rid of a lot of our problems. Think about it. It just, I'm just saying, like, if we're going to demon sacrifice somebody, Oh my god. He could do an exorcism. Oh. He could do an exorcism on Gallows and Anderson. That's a good point. You do an exorcism. Yeah. The power of Christ compels you. The power. I'm just saying. Yeah. Exercise those demons. Get them out. You know, and then put them like, I don't know, in the lake of reincarnation or some shit. I don't know. Like, I'm just, oh, that's what he could do. He could throw them in the lake of reincarnation and then they come out. They come out as Gallows and Anderson circa 2014 in the Bullet Club. And then they love Tamatonga and they, they don't know who Kenny Omega is. I'm just saying, like, I, I just want old Gallows and Anderson back. So, like, if this has to be the way to do it, it's worth it. It's worth it. Like Gallows is calling himself Dang Daddy Dangles or some shit. I'm like, what? Are you- he's wearing an earring now. Oh god. Like, he's wearing a fucking earring. Like Carl. Carl let himself go a little bit. Not body shaming, because like again, like Carl looks better than I do. But like, let himself go a little bit. Probably all the drama at home. Probably. I don't know. Um. But yeah, I mean, if there's one person who could save us, and Mojo, Mojo could be like the unwilling sidekick, <laughs> you know, like Bray, like bust out a pentagram and Mojo's like, I can't do this. I'm a Christian. It's much like our show here. Like I bust out a Ouija board and she's like, I can't do this. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, let's let's see him sacrifice something to satan she's like i don't know about that <laughs> you know it's the dynamic it just works it's true. it just works yeah but just make that happen you know he's the unwilling sidekick and when bray starts putting a salt pentagram on the floor he's like i'm gonna back away now i don't know <laughs> if i can do this and you know the one thing is it would be better than when alexa bliss sat in a pentagram with her 
fucking legs open. Fucking Alexa Bliss. Fucking bitch. Uh, but I am happy because the cha- uh, the fans chanted, we want Wyatt during her segment really fucking loud. Uh-huh. Th- that girl, she doesn't know what the fuck she just did. I don't know when if she, and when she shows up live. It's going to be a shit show. Huh. Like. It's going to be a shit show. I don't feel bad. But no, it's a shit show. I just yeah, I. I can't deal with her ass. I can't do this. Um, but in other news, other than Bray, there were more releases this week. A lot. A lot of NXT releases. And apparently there's more releases coming. Um, I'm going to read the list off. Some people we know, some people we haven't met yet in NXT that are already gone. Um, Bobby Fish. No more Red Dragon. Uh, Bronson Reed, who was the NXT North American champion like a month ago. Uh, Jake Atlas an openly gay NXT superstar Ari Sterling Kona Reeves Kona Reeves has been there forever Leon Ruff he was over like a month ago Steven Smith Tyler Russ Zachariah Smith Asher Hill who is mighty good looking so thanks a lot Vince (laughs) Giant Zanzir and Mercedes Mart- Martinez. And you know what the sad part is? Mercedes, Mar- Mercedes Martinez is an out lesbian. Jake Atlas is an out gay man. They're getting rid of the gays. <laughs> They're getting rid of the gays. And on this show, we do not support that. There's still some left. I mean, we love... We love the ladies, the the gays, and the theys. And you're getting rid of the gays and the theys. Come on! Come on, Vince. What the fuck? I mean, all that's left is... Shotzi. Possibly Dakota and Shayna. Possibly. But shh. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, What do you mean? Uh, They're not out oh yeah but like i thought shana's not out um not in her relationship with somebody who's not supposedly out oh yeah so um tegan knox which okay i do love again smackdown bringing it Two bisexual women in a tag team. <laughs> we love that. Uh, Shotzi and Tegan. Love that. Um, I almost called her by her shoot name. Fuck <laughs> shit. Why am I saying? I keep saying Shayna. Sonya. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Is it? I think it is. Huh. It's all women. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Vince. 
You don't love a gay man or a bisexual man or a trans man? Uh, Vince would never hire a trans man, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, or a trans woman, <laughs> ever. <laughs> let's be real, guys. You never would. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just looking like, oh, God. <laughs> um, he never would. We would, but he wouldn't. Like, if we ran a wrestling company, we totally would. Because we don't see we don't see that shit. There's no discrimination in our company. I was thinking there's another gay man, but maybe there's not. Mm, I don't think so. I really don't think so. At least not out. Um, let me let me double check. I mean, Shotzi just got engaged too. Shotzi and her her fiance, she's her fiance is very attractive. I was like, wow. Good for her. Good for her. All right, let's look. Just found a list of the uh, top 100 LGBTQ wrestlers currently wrestling. And they're all on the indies. (laughs) They're all on the indies. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Um, the, uh, yeah. I mean, Fred Rosser, who used to be, what was his name in the WWE? Who? I'm trying to think of who he was in the WWE. If I said his name, you'd remember him. What the fuck is his name? He was there forever. See, that's when you know he's he's good on the indies because I don't even remember his WWE name. Darren Young. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren Young. Um, I was like, I know his fucking name. Like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, girl, all of these are on the indies. These are all on the indies. I'm not seeing one WWE superstar on this list. <coughs> mm. Let me see. Here we go. Oh my god. So um, this is totally off topic, but I found a drag queen wrestler. An actual really? drag queen who wrestles. Yes, I am very, very, it like I'm, yeah. Huh. Let me tell you, I am totally into it. Okay. Um, I think that I think that was it. At least currently working in the WWE. Huh. So. I think that's it. Looking again. 
Yeah, Shayna was on this list. Dakota, Shotzi. Oh, I did not mean to say her name. Sorry. Allegedly, Dakota. <laughs> I don't want to out her. Maybe she's already out. I don't know, but I don't want to out her. Um, Sonia Deville, Shotzi. I always get Tegan and Dakota mixed up, which is bad because they actually had a feud. Oh, it's true. I was getting mixed up though. That's why I said Dakota, but I meant Tegan. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Not a lot. It's all women. That's fucking stupid. Way to go, Vince. But you know what? Pride Month, they're gonna trot out Dana Warrior because her, you know, her husband's a fucking homophobe. They're gonna have her out there and be like, Pride Month is everything, guys. I'm sorry, that made me really upset. We talked about that multiple times because they've done it two years in a row now for Pride Month. They trotted out Dana Warrior, who has whose husband is a fucking homophobe. And I don't have to say allegedly because you can hear him fucking say it and it's on video. And he's a racist, but hey, let's put him out for Pride Month. They should put Corey Graves on there because we had a nice conversation with Corey Graves about uh, gay bars. It's true. He enjoys the gays. He enjoys the gays. We told him about a drag show we were going to. He's like, oh, that sounds fun. And Carmella was sitting right next to him. And now they're a couple. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. On this show, we love the girls, the gays, the theys, and hot wrestlers. But, you know. Those are in short supply right now, apparently, <laughs> Vince. Hot men, girls, gays, and days. Yeah, there's girls, but you're going for one type. Other than Naya, Shayna. And I don't even like Naya because she's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> she's one of those Jesus take the wheel anti-vaxxers. Uh, yeah, she's like, God made my immune system perfectly, and I don't need a vaccine. I'm like, girl. You're gonna get, I was like, do you want polio? Because this is how you get polio. <laughs> like, please tell me you were at least vaccinated. Well, yeah, like the MMR one, the MMR one I can give a slide to because when it wasn't required until I was like two years old. Huh. Like it wasn't a required vaccine in the state of Arizona until I was two. So, like, the MMR one I get, because in Florida, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't uh, required until fucking the early to mid-90s. So, that would explain why Bray and Bo both got the mumps. Because it wasn't required. Yeah, I was that first, I was the first year who got the MMR that it was required. And I was like, of course. (laughs) But I got it. So. I still did it. But, uh, yeah, the MMR vaccine. She's going to get measles, mumps, and rubella, you know? No problem. Adult chicken pox. <laughs> Fucking Nia Jax. I swear to God. Every time I look at her, I just think about that quote when she's like, God made my immune system perfectly. I'm like, oh, I can't with you anymore. We're (laughs) fucking done. Like, we were done before, but we're fucking done now, honey. Like, listen, my grandma's an uber Christian and she still got vaccinated because she's like, God made vaccines to make me, um, to make sure I don't get COVID again. 
<laughs> so, I guess you could see it from two sides. People are weird. People are so fucking weird. I swear to God. Uh, what's going to happen if she gets COVID? Naya? We won't hear the end of it. Oh, no, that's true. We won't hear the end of it. Even if it's mild, we won't hear the end of it. Or she won't tell anybody. Oh, no. She's going to make herself a martyr. She's Nia Jax. Remember, she's a martyr. <laughs> Just like Chelsea Green. Oh, God. So, uh, this kind of goes back to our Bray conversation. Um, Chelsea Green tried to capitalize off Bray's uh, unemployment. I saw that. <laughs> and then she, this is the shit that gets me. So she tries to capitalize off Bray's unemployment. And they're like, bitch, no. Like, the guy was just fired. Like, are you that dense that you can't fucking, like, un- read the room? Read the right. room. Come on. So then she goes on an interview last week and she goes, I swear to God, I'm always canceled. She's like, I just can't believe it. And she goes, men said the same thing, but they didn't get canceled. She's like, I'm not being a, I'm not a feminist or anything, but I got to say that's my, that's pretty unfair. And I'm like, bitch, read the room. (laughs) Like you ain't canceled, but read the fucking room. Like what's wrong with you? She's weird. She's she's so weird. Like, I'm over here just like, honey, read the room. Like, and no, no, there wasn't a man. I did not see one male wrestler try to capitalize off Bray's unemployment. So you're just kind of using feminism as an excuse. (laughs) Like... You're dumb. You're dumb. You're just dumb. But you know what? I'm not surprised because you're fucking gonna marry Matt Cardona. Ugh. Totally makes sense. You know? Uh, your coupling makes total sense. Because you're both bitches who can't take consequences. Oh well. Uh-uh. Oh well. Uh, you know. Uh, que sera, sera. Um, we got John Cena out here being a champion of the people. I know. I never thought I'd say that. Um, John Cena did a podcast, and um. He agrees with the fans. Shocking, I know. He said that WWE should build young stars and stop relying on people like Goldberg and himself to be stars. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he said that he watches as many matches as he can live in person. He'll stay the whole show and watch every match from beginning to dark. Interesting. So he could give the young kids advice. right and then John Cena said that WWE only wanted to bring him in for two days and guess what he said 
oh no, I'm going to work more. <laughs> and I'm like, were we wrong about Sima all along? <laughs> Is he a man of the people? Sounds like it. No, I, I granted, I haven't hated Cena as much since the Firefly Funhouse. I haven't. Because <laughs> the guy can take a joke. Right. And I like people who can take a joke. If you can't take a joke, like, what the fuck? And, like, the best part is when you make a joke about yourself and people are like, oh, that's mean. It's like, well, I'm, if you can't make fun of yourself, who can you make fun of? <laughs> right? That's true. So, Cena might be a man of the people. Shocking. Other than in relationships, because I know what you did to Nikki Bella for the love of God. It worked out for the best. I mean, I don't like her new man either, but you know. (laughs) I get sketch vibes from him, okay? Like, I get this whole, like, getting married for a green card feeling. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if his career were to shit and he can't be here on, like, a performer's green card that mm-hmm. I feel like this is his second option. Like, he's just securing the bag. Because, like, she she marries him. He gets, like, permanent residency. He don't have to worry about a green card, baby. And plus, they have a kid. So it can really make it look like, oh, look, we're a happy family. Right. That's true. I'm, I just get the vibes that he's in it for a green card, guys. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm cynical. Probably am cynical. I can't talk. I mean, I'm cynical about a lot of people's relationships. I'm not going to say what I tweet, uh, texted Jen the day that Frey was released. but <laughs> I'm just saying I have a feeling and I'm not the only one who said it. I'm probably not. I've, ha- I've had few people telling me like the second he signs with impact uh his life might change forever i think about the three six mafia song she's the baby mama she's got child support (laughs) just saying just saying like i mean you always know how to ride a bike that's all i'm saying So I'm saying, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's a, it's just a figure of speech. You always know how to ride a bike. Just, just, just saying. Just, just, just saying. Right? Right? Just saying. It's true. Just saying, you know. Uh, not, not every, not every girl is a ride or die. That's true. And I think a lot of men don't realize that until it's too late. Just, I'm not going, I'm just saying. Just on this podcast, I'll, I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah. There's no longer a white family. Or an undisputed heir. Or a shield. The new world. The new world. Um, I mean, leading in with the white family, though. I found out that Braun Strowman and I have something in common. What? Our left legs both have paralysis. Yeah. At a percentage. And I'm like, hi, Braun. I see you. I get it. <laughs> I'm like, you're still a dick. I don't like you, but I get it. I get it. Huh. We're on the same page here. 
Yeah, his is 15. I think mine goes from like 5 to 25, depending on the day. Huh. So one time I had to drag my foot behind my body, and that was a little weird. A little weird. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is great. I was like, well, God, I'm not seeing Bray now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that would have been bad. I'd be like, well, guess we're doing this. Um, Ron and I have something in common. That's great. Also, I think he's going to probably change his opinion when he has to go on the Indies and learn how to book a flight <laughs> and realize that he has to take care of that himself and um, that he has to get a car and drive himself to the venue. And then he has to get to his flight on time. And that when you walk in, um, it, the 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 old system is still a thing on the indies and some indies. You do have to shake hands still. Um, I, yeah, I mean, you can't walk around a big league anybody. You have to humble yourself, which Braun, I think you might have a problem with. Yeah, that's true. Um, you have to humble yourself to the to the booker. So you know, I. Uh, you might you might have a problem with that. Uh, I would definitely learn now. Though I would love to see Mojo Raleigh or just Mojo in a uh, Indies locker room. <laughs> that that would be interesting. He would do good, I think. Yeah, <laughs> maybe too good. He'd be like, "This is great." Be <laughs> like doing like did you shake a hand did you humble yourself did you humble yourself did, don't big league anybody don't say where you used to work yeah unless you're somebody like me who it just comes naturally and you go up to them and you don't big league them and you shake your hand that's what you have to do to the booker yes that's true <laughs> it's very true but here's the thing i made connections that way though chris bay who is now in the Bullet Club. I shook his hand and did not big league him at all. <laughs> and now he's in Bullet Club. Kids, the dream could come true. Hey, you know what? Don't shy away from the guys you meet on the local indies. That's all I'm saying. Chris Bay follows me on Twitter. Nice guy. Actually, he's a really nice guy, I should say. Chris, on it, when I heard Chris Bay was going to the Bullet Club, I was like, that's perfect. He's a great guy. Like, he's a really fucking nice guy. So, and he always, like, fucking very professional, like, doesn't pull that fucking shit that some people in that club have done in the past. Um, but yeah, nice guy. Totally nice guy. But also, that means we could have an end at the parties. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, but one last thing before we go, guys. Um, I did a little booking on the day that Bray was fired. Mm-hmm. And um, I could have the best scenario of my wrestling life come true when Bray is the leader of the Bullet Club in America. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Think about it. He signs with Impact. He's the leader of the Bullet Club and Impact because now Chris Bay is an Impact. And 
he kicks a certain somebody out of the bullet club that's in there right now that needs to get kicked out. And then he punches him right square in the face. And if I'm there, I'll be like, kick him in the dick. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds nice. It sounds nice. Like, I'd be like, do it for me. Just do it for me. Just, you know what? No, 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 no. Let security let me come over and I'll do it. Like, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it. Like, fucking punch him right square in the jaw and like, kick him in the dick. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. All day. Twice on Sundays. I'll do it for I'll do it for free. You don't even have to pay me. I'll do it. <laughs> Actually, no, I will pay you to do it. Yeah. And then I'll go around and tell everybody what bad person he is. But not the reasons, but that he's a bad person. And then I'm gonna laugh. <sighs> laugh hysterically. Get all and then he'll out. be like, he'll be on the ground and he'll be like, why? Why did you do this? And I'm like, you know why. And then Bray's probably gonna have to pull me back because I'm gonna be like, listen, bitch, you wanna <laughs> go? And I'll be like, I have one half paralyzed leg and I'll still kick your ass. Yeah. But it'd be great. And then I'll be like, hey, Mojo, guess what? This guy, piece of shit. <laughs> Just keep it going. Braun, guess what? This guy, piece of shit. Keep, it'll be like a train. We'll just keep it going. It'll be like, <laughs> Rowan, guess what? This guy, piece of shit. Just keep, just make keep a big the train going. And then you know what? I'll be like, Gallows and Anderson, we're not we're not good Judy's right now, but I'm going to tell you right now, this guy, piece of shit. <laughs> and I'll be like, if you don't kick his ass, I will. I see it. No. I'll, I'll direct traffic. I don't even have to do anything. I'll just direct traffic. Go. Go kick his ass. I'll be like, hey, Tama, this fucker? This fucker right here? You want to know? Yeah. I'm like, Jay? Jay? This guy, your good buddy? You want to hear what he did? Next. Just keep the train going. Did you ever kick his ass? I'll kick his ass. There you go. You know what? I'll just do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'd have more enjoyment that way. Yeah. And then demonic sacrifice. Because that's how it has to end. The but end. you know what? The end. The end is. We're going to pay tribute to one person. At the end of this. And that's Abby the witch. Because she oh. deserves. We're never going to see her again. Sister okay. Abigail. Abby the witch. We're never going to see you again. You were good. You were good. I think people, you were misunderstood. You were just misunderstood, is all. I mean, everybody else thought you were evil, but I didn't. I just thought you were misunderstood. Not just Abby, all of them. Are I gone. mean, yeah, and Huskis. Sweet little Huskis. Oh, God. And then Ramblin. <laughs> oh, Ramblin. He's just a baby. And Mercy. He lived in a little box with a shirt on. A little shirt on. He had a fucking shirt on. And and him and the walrus, <laughs> walrus teeth. But most of all, Abby, because I feel like she was very misunderstood. But you know what? I have solace that in the last episode of the Firefly Funhouse, she got to say "fuck that bitch." That's what you should ride for next week. But a fun a finale episode of the Firefly Funhouse. Oh God, 
I'd write myself into it though. I'd book myself. You could do you could do that. I'd book I would book myself. I would book you and <laughs> I'd book everybody. I'd be like Jay White's gonna make an appearance and Jay White's just gonna be Jay White. I mean you should book it. You should book oh, it honey. And let us know next week. Oh honey, Jay White. <laughs> but that 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 is the comforting thing to me. And um people realized on the last episode of the Firefly Funhouse. He actually said goodbye at the end. Yeah. Like he usually is like, bye, bye. This time he's like, see ya, bye, goodbye. And I'm like, he said goodbye. (laughs) And Abby got to say fuck on TV. (laughs) Abby got to say fuck on TV. God, that is a dream of mine. Say fuck on TV. I can say fuck on the show all the time, but. You know, TV, you can't say fuck. She said fuck. And bitch. Those are two very good words. That's like two words that are really high up in my vocabulary. (laughs) Along with fuck that. Fuck her. It's great. God, I watched that episode again. And it's like now looking back at it, you're just like. Sad. It is sad. I think it's just it's really sad like and uh it closes the chapter on this podcast a little bit it's gonna it's a new chapter now because most of our wrestling husbands are gone (laughs) they're gone jen your list of 27 is now like five (laughs) it's like five now and my list is gone other than Finn Balor. And Pete Dunn might be leaving and Adam Cole might be leaving. It's an <sighs> end of an era. But hey, at least we'll cover more indies. That's true. We will be covering the indies more. Because <laughs> like... I can't with Vince anymore. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it anymore. Can't. Like, this is kind of the straw that, you know, I'm going to go to SmackDown, obviously. So we already bought tickets and we're going and like, you know, we're going to just go. And then it's, I think between now and Mania, there's just going to be a lot of thinking on our parts of like what we want to do. You know, is it so much that we want to go to WrestleMania? Is is it something we really want to do anymore? Like, or do we want to go to Mania weekend and go to WrestleCon and go to indie shows and do something else? Right. Like, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. I think we have a lot of thinking to do between everything going on. Um, I think it just depends where people end up as well. You know, we have dates next month, and obviously Bray is going to be Halloween week um, of where they're going to end up, what's going to happen. Um, so I, I think it's 
the chapter of our podcast where it's like Bray, 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 Bray is now probably <laughs> over. And it might be yeah. Wyndham, Wyndham, Wyndham. <laughs> or Bray other last name. Or I don't know. Time whatever he to. is. We're still going to support him, whatever he is. But whatever he is. Sadly, wherever he goes, I'm not going to watch it, but I'll still support him. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the bitch not watching, but still be on Twitter going, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> um, this is kind of weird. Like, this episode feels really weird. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, I guess we'll talk impact. Talk about our trip. No, that's true. We'll run week away from when Jen will finally be here. And then, uh, who knows? I mean, we got Chris Bay and Jay White versus Finn Juice next week. We got, you know, shit on GCW. Maybe we fall, we start covering GCW more. You know, might be. Yeah. Maybe we start re- watching Ring of Honor again. Oh, God. Well, could happen. I okay, crazy thing, guys. One last thing. I still have Ring of Honor recording, oh. and I can't because it's on um it's on at midnight mm-hmm. here on like a Friday night, and I can't as much as I like, and I'll watch episodes from time to time, but you know, as much as I am like, oh God, Ring of Honor is recording. I can't bring myself to delete it. <laughs> like I can't. I'm like. Like, deep down, I think I still loved what Ring of Honor was. Deep down. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I love what Impact is. I've never been to an Impact show. Maybe that's something we do. We go see an Impact show one day. That's true. Maybe we go, I mean, GCW shows are supposed to be pretty fucking fun. Maybe we do that. Huh. I won't be at an AEW show. So <laughs> but... You know, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's other life out there for us. <laughs> Plus, we'll still we'll talk about Drag Race. This week, we didn't talk about Drag Race, even though it was a very good episode. Snatch Game of Love. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw the clips of it. Yes. It was very good. But we'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe this is where we rebrand and just become a drag podcast. <laughs> Doubt it. Highly doubt it. We'll want to talk about shit that happens. But who knows? But it's just getting really hard. And I think for me, Bray was the thing that kind of made me rethink everything. And it's just like, do I really do I really want to deal with it? With Vince? This shit. I mean, SmackDown, I might still watch, but NXT probably is going away. Right. And that means probably no more takeovers. So, I mean, that does free up our night to go to the New Japan show, but you know. Yeah. Silver linings. Who knows the I New got- Japan show could be like Jay White winning a title. Maybe this is good. What if this is what we needed? What if, think about it, our podcast, we had so much fucking 
issues talking about wrestling. What if this is what we needed all along? Is for Bray to be let go, for Mojo to be let go. It's a and lot. that's it. So yeah. Maybe. Maybe this is what we needed. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we have more thinking to do, but we're one week closer to our trip. Bye. Bye.